Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Boy, oh boy, have I missed that intro. Welcome back to the Brownlow Bar 2023. Once again, doing the hard work for you so you don't have to. Boys, we're back. Nev, Tybo, how are we, lads? It's been a while. It's been a bloody while. Ooh, it's been a long wait, mate, hasn't it? It has, oh, mate. It has. Tybo? How good is it to be back? Uh, you know, we've witnessed the Cats win a grand final. Oh, I knew it was going to come how, quick. That's uh, about <sighs> 10 seconds we've been on this pod, boys, but um, I've been waiting for a long time to talk about it. How yeah. good were they? Look, kudos to you, my friend. Your boys got over the line. Well done. We didn't hear enough of it on the day, did we, Nev? No, we uh, <laughs> believe we were here, weren't we? Oh, mate. You're a psychopath. Yeah, good. Nonetheless, mate, yeah, your cat's got home. And oh, just to add to that very quickly, that stat, boys, that the cats, every single premiership that they have won in their entire history has been off a season where they've lost no more than four games. And Correct. last year, Kept lost just going. four games and won the flag again. Um, that is a stat, by the way, boys, that we had here at the bar, first and foremost, and he's actually still the only one I've heard of that, the only place I I've heard, heard of it. No one's it. even copied it yet. I've seen it. A couple of blokes, Bards, have brought up that 2008, they oh, only they lost, lost two games. But yep. the stat isn't about, um, about being they win every form. time. Exactly. It's about they, they lose whenever... They've lost, lost more, more than, than four. Yeah, four they've games. made more grand finals and, and they've lost five games, seven games, ten games, whatever, but they've mm. always lost that grand final. But if they only lose four games going into it, they win the GF. That's right. It's ridiculous. So, Unreal. Yeah, good on them, mate. And they were way too good, weren't they? Yeah, it was a bit of a... I know it's a long time gone now, obviously. Unless you're a Cats fan, it was an anti-climax, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. From a, from a footy purist, yeah. it was yeah, a bit disappointing. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't confident until like... Fourth quarter. <laughs> Four <laughs> minutes into the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in other news, boys, we're here, obviously, uh, in our first episode to recap our, our events and our history from last year, first of all, so people know what we're all about, those that missed out, and all those that jumped on on Grand Final, like with us as well. First and foremost, the most important thing here at the bar is whether or not we landed the winner of the Brownlow, and uh, we will crack on to this, boys. Because we, boys at the bar, nailed the Brownlow medal winner, uh, as everyone out there is now aware of. And I'll be honest, we're recapping this two weeks after it from here on in, because this is far too long Nev, <laughs> to wait Nev's for boy. But Patty Cripps, <laughs> Patty Cripps was our Brownlow medalist, and uh, we had him on top, boys, after our combined tallies at the end of the year here at the bar. He was sitting pretty on top, only by, I think, one clear vote for us. Mm. And in the end, that was exactly what the margin was. And we had him winning it in the final round of the year, and he won it in the final round of the year. And if you watched us live, you saw every bit of those celebrations. It was wild. (laughs) Absolute scene. We should have kept the uh, the film rolling for the after party, though, buds. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Didn't we have a bit on? In between these two, there was almost a punch on. We we had a disagreement, obviously. The, the winner won. I'm sure it was And we minor. knew he was going to win. Yeah. We, we had a feeling he was going to win. Ty was but, just a little uh, disappointed he was ineligible. Should have been in el- yeah, ineligible. Let's just was, let it go. And, uh, <laughs> no, we're going to end up in a punch-up again. <laughs> That's enough. Oh, the boys had some partying to do, mate. All right, let us go. Mm. Boys will be boys. Stephen May gets away with it. He does. Uh, all right, a couple of other things, boys, on um, last year, of course, is... Our top 20 tally, Tybo. Can you get that up for us, mate? We'll run through a few other things on our top 20 uh, as a bar because not only did Cripper win it, 
but obviously people out there want to know how our top 20 fared as a collective. And um, I'm here to tell you, boys, out of our top 20, I believe we got 16 fellas correct in the top 20 uh, wow. as a bar. So uh, pretty pretty good strike rate there, fellas. So not too bad at all. Have you have you gone into the top five, top 10, top 20? How many have we got right, Ty? Uh, I did, yes. And it is right here. There we go. So, bit sluggish on the first night back. Well, I am. Yeah. Look, mate, you told me to get something else up, and he did so throw you under up. the bus there. You've thrown me under the bus, but uh, he's a flog. Obviously, <laughs> early um, for flog comments. <laughs> <laughs> the Never top three, uh, we we didn't have Took in our top three, so he he's the guy that sort of just popped up and, and ruined everything. that for us. He skewed the numbers a little bit, but uh, two of the top three, obviously, four of the top five, with Took being the outlier there. Um, nine of our top. 10 we nailed uh, which yeah, that's, that's, unreal. that's unreal that's good numbers uh, 15 of the top 20 so oh 15 cu- sorry a couple of guys that come into the top 20 that um, yeah that we didn't have and, and a few guys that, that we sort of overvoted a little bit but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah a couple probably the biggest two outliers in that top 20 boys um, I think Tex Walker snuck into the top 20 unbelievably so he was yeah, one he I did. noticed that was just Actually, off did. the map I was very surprised to see him sneak in there Tex and, and Tom Lunch Tom oh, Lunch and Tom also, Lynch got in there. also snuck in there so pretty surprising and yeah. I, I think boys key forwards in the top yeah I think it year. just proved that those bags you know they're, they're noted again by umpires aren't they if you're mm-hmm. kicking for and it was a year of bags wasn't it well they're hard to keep um, plenty of bags yeah. so I mean I know Kerno bobbed up with a fair few threes no, on his Gin- had a couple of bags as well Bailey Smith got in the off the season. in the off season so <laughs> a few others have been caught since. We'll get to that in a week's time. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Um, and boys, on Cripper quickly, paid $8, I think, before the night began, which we told everyone, get on board. And during the night live, uh, fluctuated about halfway through when obviously he had that lull in the middle of the season, uh, which, which we said Nelly he probably got would. Suspended. And um, I think he blew out to 13s or something off it on the night. 12s Could, or 14s? It was yeah, around, it, was, it was around that mark. Under 15, bucks, yeah. but yeah. I personally was disappointed. I mean, I won on him. I won on him. I think I collected just a tick under 1,000, thankfully. Thanks to actually one bet there that I didn't realize I had. I know I had a $50 bet on him, but I also had a, like a $40 or $30 bonus bet um, <laughs> throughout the year that I just must have tossed on. So that was handy. But I didn't even get on him live during the night. But I know all the lads, if you watched us that were behind us on the night, all jumped on him live at that $12 or $13. It's hard to get and on even him when though he's a show. Oh, mate. And even though the train, which we'll get to in a minute with you, Nev, did derail a bit live on the night. Yeah. Uh, the uh, boys behind us cleaned up thanks to that $12.50, as did, congratulations to a fair few of you listeners out there who uh, posted in, PM'd us the next day and just let us know that um, although you hedged your bets and you went elsewhere with a few other blokes um, for your main bets, like I also had Lockie Neal for interest sake, um, you all said that you got on uh, Paddy Cripps thanks to us live on the night, which was your saviour, so rap to have uh, helped you blokes out there. So yeah, thanks very much for the feedback, letting us know. Awesome. You're welcome. Um, what else have we got there, Nev? Speaking of which, Nev, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, what we did on the, the live night where we offered our three votes, mate, to everyone that didn't wasn't a part of it. So right. they understand so what we do there. The way we do our three votes, right, we all know we vote, we vote each game, we give our three, two, one. Now, we class our unanimous as a game where we each give the same person three votes. So that ticks off as... Unanimous. Am I correct? That makes perfect sense, mate. Yeah, very good. Just for the new listeners (laughs) who might jump on this year, he's finally worked it out, bud. Um, So (laughs) over the year, over the year, we had 120 unanimous three-vote games between us, which we offered on the night on a tip sheet. Yep, we did. We showed every single one that we had. Um, 
95 of those 120 were correct. That's unreal. Yeah, that's what a 80%. 80% strike rate. So we're up on about 72% from the year before, I believe, or, or mm. mid-70s okay. the good. year before. So we're improving still. But, yeah, four Unreal. out of five. Correct, boys. That's yeah. pretty It's pretty good strike rate. Yeah, a bit the of a pat on the back there, fellas. And gra- granted, like, like we, we won't bullshit you guys. Um, there's probably, I don't know, 40 of them potentially that are around that dollar twenty, dollar thirty mark. So you've got to be ballsy to, to have a plunge on those ones. You might leave them alone and only target the ones over a dollar fifty to two dollars. But that strike rate's phenomenal. They're Pretty dollar, ma- much ten dollar twenty for a reason, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. And it, but if you're having a crack on them all night, you're you're not going home a loser. So <laughs> uh yeah, phenomenal mate. And uh the train of course, Nev, we uh derailed oh we crashed and burned a bit yeah it's uh, the train you want to explain the train a little bit Mate, just very quickly uh, so the way the train works is before well, what is it before the night we pretty much pick a game per round that we love that three vote we put, of, of we, our unanimous of our so unanimous, these are all our unanimous, of our unanimous we put it could be 50 bucks we could start you could start with 20 could start with 10 if that one wins, we roll the money back over onto the next round on another unanimous that we that we chose. Yep, nothing left in the kitty. Just roll the bank over. Roll the bank over. If um, we fail, we fail. Yep. We ran a couple of different trains. So we ran one where we get off it after five rounds. Yep. And we ran others that go all the way. Fortunately, none of them. Oh, I think one of the boys in the back. One of the oh, lads yeah. at the back there, he Andy, one of our, was running one for us. He did pick an opposite one to the what one we had picked out. Yeah, he took an alternate route and he bailed at one stage there with yeah. a cup, cup, I think that couple was an hundred dollars. Yeah, so, I think it was so too. So his cash but he hadn't come won. through uh, fast enough, and he didn't get to put it on. Um, I don't know who one it was. that missed one yeah. of them. Yeah, and he didn't. That's he didn't get right. it, and he's like, "Oh well, shit, that was that was lucky." So I'll get on the next I one. think he just yeah. Mm. So the hop off, hop, that hop off, and then reinvest again after five or six rounds. Yeah, if you want seems get to be fairly su- successful, but obviously the prize that you're returning isn't as large yep. as getting all the way but getting all the way mm. uh, through 26 it's rounds whatever is, it's the holy grail and we just aim to achieve it one day yeah, that's but, right uh, yet yet to happen for us boys but if, shit, if it's we get fun. there it's, it's a big payday it's, and it's it's yeah you just got to pick the right route yeah. if we can get the right route we're, we're on to a There's winner a obviously there. 100% mate we just, there is. we just take the wrong turn every now and then we'll get there yeah, yeah. 100% have faith um, all right, fellas. Now, we have to touch on the Bars Beast for 2023, which was, of course, the contest that runs between us three. Um, so let's do that right now. What it comes down to is we set ourselves a criteria of all the things we offer throughout the year, and then I go back and review them and see how we fared, fellas, with our predictions. So obviously, this isn't the stuff. Some of it at the end of the year with our bets is what we hang our hat on, but the predictions at the start of the year aren't. They're just a heap of fun in hoping... We nail it, but if we don't nail it, we just want to be better than each other in what we <laughs> what bragging we tried rights, to nail. Basically. So it's bragging rights here at the bar. So first of all, boys, predicted winner for last year's Brownlow Medal. Uh, I took Lockie Neal. I got off the Crip train and went with Clayton Oliver. Yeah, I, I had Tracker again. I went two years in a row with Track. And uh, although Crip, although Crip got the you. win. That's actually smart. Thankfully for myself, um, Neil come second there in the Brownlow count. So uh, I was the best of us there, boys. So that was a point to me. One vote. Uh, the Brownlow lay. Now, 
Uh, be kind. I know people out there are going to be like, oh, lay someone to lose the Brownlow. No shit, only one person can win it. But our rules here at the bar are when you lay someone to win the Brownlow, they had to be in the top 10 of the market at the start of the year and you had to suggest they cannot win it. Correct. Do you know what, boys? Out of four years so far we've been doing the bar, none of our lays, and they're in top 10 contention, have actually ever won it. Mm-hmm. So we're not bad at writing someone off. Have a guess um, who says we should write off nine people. Money. <laughs> and then just back the guy we don't write off. Then, we're, then we'll get it right from the start. Um, yeah, so my lay was Darcy Parrish in the top 10. Mine was Lockie Neal. Saved a lot of folks <laughs> money there. Oh, Jesus. Hey. It's two years in a row. This bloke's Risky. picked second place. I think that should be worth a point, picking a bloke that doesn't win it and you save every bloke all that money. Nah. <laughs> you didn't save me and then I still backed him. Yeah, you're an idiot. Um, I told you he wasn't going to win. I laid Nat Fife after a ripping preseason. Just didn't yep, think he could do it. still said he couldn't win it. Yep. So... Uh, now, thankfully for you, Tybo, Fife obviously got the least amount of votes on Brownlow Night, so you get the point there yes. here at the bar. Uh, Rising Star nomination, who could win it? Uh, I took Horn Francis. I took the easy option. I went Nick Dacos. You fucking yeah. cat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's the oh. first, first swear word Bards. Oh. of the year. Do you want to let people know about the new rule this year, Nev? Righto. Right. Now that I've so, busted out. You busted We knew you'd be first. Bards was like... $14 to be the first person to swear. <laughs> so, good collect there. <laughs> um, we're, get, we're introducing a swear jar this year. We yep. do swear a little bit. Um, so, every time someone says the F word that Bard said, that person's got to put a dollar dollar in the tip jar. If you say the C word, which someone here at the bar named Ty Clarkson Championship. loves yeah, that's to say. You, mate. Now, that's that is not, and that is not, let's make clear, that is not a word we condone no. whatsoever. But it, it, just did, it did slip once or twice beers, last it year. Slips. It's worth five bucks. Yeah, that's so a big cost. And another bloke loved to say the mother effer a lot. Oh, no, it's only still one. It's one dollar. No, it's one dollar. No, I'm voting for two. Well, no, no, I don't want you, you talking about my mother You're going to make me like swear that, again. It's his favourite word in, no, in his whole vocabulary. I don't want him talking about my mother like that. <laughs> Two bucks. Your well, mother shouldn't... Yeah, what if he has? <laughs> Two, <mother>? bucks. <laughs> Two bucks. Two bucks. <laughs> All right, $2 dice. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's $1. You, it's, no, we'll it's have $2. a discussion over this. Yeah. Anyway, what's the swear jar going to go towards, Nev? So what we're going to put that money towards is on the night, all that money's going to go to who we have finishing... Top of our Top tally. Of the tally. The Brownlow medal. So for interest's sake, we would have sworn at least 100 times last year. <laughs> Minimum. More than that. Plus a lot of really? With a dollar a each and a few Cs. So we would have had 150, yeah. uh, 100, Say 150 bucks. 150 just. bucks minimum on Paddy Cripps there, which would have returned us an 8900 across the bar, boys. So swear jar this year, it'll we'll need a pretty big jar. Let's <laughs> aim for a fucking thousand. Ah. There's two. <laughs> Jot yes. it down, buds. Write right. it down. I'm interested to know who's going to be the biggest contributor, to be honest. Well, and it's probably you, Nev. Well, the biggest, <laughs> the least swearer gets a point for Beast of the Bar. All right. No. Back to Beast of the Bar, <laughs> mate. Come on. Yeah, move it along. Go right. ahead. Um, Carry on. You swore. You, you organised the jar, Ty. Make it big. Yes, uh, the Coleman medal. Uh, I tipped Aaron Norton. Uh, Nev tipped Aaron Norton I too. I did tip Aaron Norton. Tybo, you tipped I one of your cats. Toma. Tom yeah, Hawkins. Couldn't remember which one. But at the end of the day, they both uh, ranked higher than Norton at the end of the year on the uh, Coleman tally. Hawkins did, yeah. Well, I backed Norton too, mate. So we backed the same person. No, yeah. And He's I'm saying... both the cats. Both, both the cats, yeah. mate. Yeah. I only tipped one of them. So, Tybo, <laughs> you got the vote there, mate. So Thanks, you mate. got a point there. Oh, well it's going to be back-to-back. Beast of the bar here. Takes yeah, you were, you're raining, aren't you? Raining, yeah, mate. Uh, now, best bet time. Now, uh, oh, geez. you missed the roughy, mate. 
Oh, sorry, Ruffy. So I did too. Brownlow, Ruffy. We both had Mills. And this had to select a bloke outside $20, I think, for, yep, to win the Brownlow, right. potentially. Correct. Uh, you offered Millsy. He polled quite well. Yeah, finished seventh. I offered Cam Guthrie. I think he was out just outside the top 20. Top 40, so, probably. No, he was all right. He still racked at the end no, of it. No, Guthrie was top 20. Just. Nah, oh, anyway, he was on the cusp. Irrelevant. Miles. He wasn't higher than Mills. So we, you boys both get a point there. Get we do. Uh, nice, Neville. Bastards. Um is that a swear word? No. I don't think so. What? <laughs> I'm not real sure. <laughs> <laughs> Best bet time. Uh, Nev, unfortunately, mate, you offered Riley Bonner to get a vote. Yep. Is that correct? Dud. On the Brownland Night? Did bet. not get a vote. Dud bet. Hard done by, but dud bet. We didn't do, thankfully, boys, and we don't shy away from the shit we get wrong, do we? Mm, we no. We're honest here. We're yeah, open we're book. We're aware. But thankfully, due to uh, Cripper, you know, <laughs> we did the main job. But our best bets didn't come through this year. I went with a tie. Um, probably a bit disappointed that I hedged my bets in that, but I just that oh, it was so close up the top there, boys. I just thought if we slipped up on one vote, it had to be it, a tie. It was one, it was and it was one. one vote difference. So yep. my what? best bet was for for the Brownlow to be a tie, which was incorrect. And M- mine was the um, top four. I had Neil Cripper, Brayshaw, and Oliver. And who got out Took. of that? Took, Took, dove Took his nose jumped in. in. And uh, and ruined things. He took it away from you. He took the bet away from me. That was paying five bucks. Yeah, though. so so close. Yeah, albeit we lost, but gee, we were close. No, very close. Yep. So no one gets a, a vote there. You had to actually nail your bet to get a vote in that. So no one gets closest there. Um, our best multis, fellas. Uh, now and granted, we also put criteria on this. So I think our multis had to be over like ten dollars. Jeez, uh, oh, I missed by one in this too, which I'm filthy about. But nonetheless, I had uh, Cripper, Ollie, um, Oliver, I should say. Cripper, Oliver, and Neil to get 25-plus votes. They all did. I had Prestia, Merritt, uh, Mills, and Wines to get over 15 votes. And they all did except Wines. He finished on oh, 13. The reigning Brownlow medalist. Yeah, it's playing 16s. And what's really frustrating is he actually still snuck into the top 20. Mm which we normally have is 15 votes on our criteria, makes top 20. Mm. He was on 13 and still made top 20. My thoughts were he will make top 20. Mm. There's your 15 votes. I should have just taken the uh, the top 20 instead of the, the 15 vote market. Nonetheless, and I copped some heat on that because there was plenty of followers on that that were blowing up about Winesy missing. But anyway, that's my story to tell. Well, Thanks for listening. My, my individual <laughs> multi was uh, Jeremy Cameron for 20-plus and Crips for 25-plus. I think they both hit that. I had Wines Merritt McCluggage for 15-plus. I think Wines finished on 13, like you said, and I think mm-hmm. McCluggage finished on 14. So a couple Just of Just a two off. miss, yeah. Yeah, no, that was paying 16 bucks. Missed by two legs, yeah. yeah. I missed by two legs as well, boys. I had Bont and Parrish to finish pa- top 20. <laughs> yeah, oh. Darcy. The ah. guy that you had top twenty as well, Nev. Yeah. But um, like that, that was paying a fortune, and obviously because they're both dogs, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> one's a dog and one bombed out. Yeah, exactly. That's clever from you, All mate. Right. Um, yeah, failed. Uh, okay, our best roughy bet, and this I think had to be over like fifteen dollars somewhere in the Brownlow markets from memory. I had in the Wild West Tim Kelly to uh, get the get the most votes for that market that was up in a special markets vet mm-hmm. for. Uh, yeah. Do you know who won that, boys? Uh, I was know. It it, no, it Barras? was um, Josh Kennedy, wasn't it? It was Josh yeah. Kennedy. Oh, was it? Josh Kennedy. Big, he kicked forward. seven yeah. votes. A million I in think. the last game and got three. Yep, seven That's votes rough. I think he got. And he, um, what did Kelly get? 
No, only the three. The one That's perfect it. game. Yep. Jesus. Unbelievable. And I thought he was best on in a minimum of two. Mm. And then I just thought he'd get Gotta a one vote games, here and there. Gotta win games, don't you, boys? That was ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. But we'll get to that. But even even Sean Darcy beat him out. So that's ridiculous. But, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, who'd you have, mate, for your best roughy? Well, my roughy was Parrish to make the top 20. Oh, yeah, so disappointing, obviously. Flog. Ty's gone through that. Flog. Blog, you folks, a few too many eggs in the one yeah, basket there. Really 100%. hurt, fellas, with Parrish, I think. We'll learn from that. I don't think he was uh, top 20 for you, Nev. I think you had... It was either you that had the votes. or it was... You had the number Oh, votes. did I have the vote? Well, yeah. it was poll 15 or yeah. more. There you go. Okay. So, so I, I think you I had, had top 20. 20. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, so you did... Yeah, I knew it was the same guy. Yeah. 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 So, so I would put all my eggs in one basket there with my individual and my roughy. so... No collects idiot. there. Uh, and the very last one, fellas, that's all our bets covered. Um, the very last one, which is because obviously it's we do our individual tallies and then it gets combined to be our bars tally. Uh, our individual tallies, obviously we've got to hang our hats here somewhere because we're taking each other on with our best tallies. It was who had the most correct uh, in the top 20 count individually. And me and Neville came out on top. We both had 16 correct in the top 20. Don't want to hear your woe story. Ty, Ty had see you 15, I believe. So. Yeah. I was just <laughs> glad that Bard said Probably had wrote it down because I, I was like, shit, this... Yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. I had to get that yeah. out. Probably had Parrish in there, you flog. But I anyway. did, yeah. So did Neville. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, you did well, Neville. I'll say Get, get me. <laughs> I don't know who the so, Nev, you get a point there with me because that's yep. a point because that is the most. That's close. So, oh, geez, I'm gutted. <laughs> but anyway, I've done the tallies. I finish on two points here at the bar. You two tie on three points. <laughs> Cheers, Pardon champion. Yes. So, Ty remains reigning beast of the bar. Nev, you join him for this season. Have you won one yet? Oh, well, we didn't have one in the first uh, two years. This is only been a two year thing. So you haven't won so, one yet. Shut up, Nev. Lucky I don't swear, mate. Suck it, mate. It's only because I don't want to fill Ooh, that jar. Suck it. <laughs> Make sure there's an S. Okay, boys. A um, couple of things. That Before we have a look at what's coming up Ooh, in delicious. the season ahead, yeah. I want to know a couple of other little things for you here. Now, we're going to do a little bit of a little bit of a Nev Goes Nuclear. Have you got the thing there, Ty? Actually, we might just play that. Just give people a reminder of Nev Goes Nuclear. He's on yeah. the board. Nev's um, going nuclear. Because we're going to mix Tonight. it up a little bit this week. It's not just Nev going nuclear. Righto, we all get to go a little bit nuclear here. Oh, yes, I've been waiting now, for this. A year, a year ago there, we had our good friend ruin so many of our bets that would have won us, I'm talking over 10 grand. Old here at the bar, or, or, or more, individually. He even. who should not be named. And he shall not be named. <sighs> Voldemort, we called oh. him. The listeners that have been around for a while know exactly who we're speaking of. For those who haven't, we will not dis. We will not disclose his name. Yeah. Anyway. Jack McRae. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined us after many, many 40 disposal games. Didn't get enough votes and crushed by one leg so many bets we had. I want to know this year, boys, who was... Now, there's only ever going to be one Voldemort, and that's that guy. Yep. But I just want to know, who was the asshole that ruined the majority of your bets that could have been decent collects this year? Was there one at all? Yes. Or were you pretty happy and just unlucky with there the fair was, few? and I reckon... Man, Na- name and shame bloke. him. Are we the same bloke? We're, we have to. Go the for little it. blonde <laughs> little wanker. I reckon I could guess. Did <laughs> you know how many votes he got this he year? He can get bombed for We're all talking I about care. Darcy Parrish. Darcy Floghead Parrish. Yeah, mate. Oh. I'll he, let you swear. He's. Oh, Hang on. He, I, have you got the same guy or Apparently, not? Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, we do. Apparently. <laughs> Look, this fucking okay, idiot, right? Ooh, there's one, but. He. 
cost me so many fucking dollars. <laughs> that was an accident, the second one. But look, mate, he's cost me so much money this year. Just like, how does he get five votes? I think it was five votes for the year. Oh, was it really? That's all he. Oh, that's that's all he got. Just to be, just to be certain. Oh, don't go in the How many forty-vote games? How many forty-vote fucking forty disposal games did he have? Bards tally. He only ha- he has thirty-two handballs in him, mate. It doesn't matter. He's forty is forty. Sorry, I shouldn't that defend much, him. That you many have touches right of the game. There's no fucking way that you can have that many touches of the game of the ball. I'm mixing my words out because he's got me so. Fired up. Okay. All Neville. Right. Right, finish him. Well, finish him. <laughs> the fact that you've belted him, can I? <laughs> can I? Can I belt the umpires for not rewarding his games instead? Can I lump all them in as one big bunch of shit? Jesus. No, you pick a player, mate. It's uh, Parrish. It's not his fault. He didn't belt get him. You've always got umpires. more than one, haven't you? No, oh. it's Parrish. Okay. But I feel. We're being overly aggressive on a player when he's played well. It's just the umpires are flogs. Missed half a season. He's expected to. He didn't miss that much. No, Sorry, I'm still defending. He didn't him. miss that it's many. It's Parish. Games. It's Parish. If we're picking a player, it's Parish. If we're picking anyone else in the world, it's the fucking umpires. Okay. All so right. the year before, oh, he's still that game, he goes bananas, right? Ape. Goes bananas, and he gets three votes in a losing team on Anzac Day. Correct. He does the exact same thing. Forty-four disposals or something, gets nothing. Yeah, because their team didn't win. Are you? Oh no, that he didn't win again. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We've seen it before. It's boring. Apparently, it is pathetic. No, (laughs) it's not his fault. Okay, hey, this segment can't run. Your turn. Let's go. Yeah, come on. Uh, Very simple. Brad Crouch. He's new. He's new. I rode his coattails a fair bit towards the back end of the year. All your road, mate. And the worst thing is I, I implored people to jump on board with me there and just throw him in. Don't get no me wrong. I always no said he was on. adding value to all of your multis. But he had a good And clearly he was. But he had an unbelievable year. The bloke managed to... Obviously, I really only had him in for top 20 in a lot of my multis that missed. And uh, yeah, I would have collected large sums of money had he bobbed up. But I can't be too... <laughs> Filthy. He. Uh, you can be. Well, well, like it's not like he only missed by one vote, like uh, Voldemort many years ago, which really, really hurt. Oh, don't get a but, start um, on it. But he, he missed the he top twenty by dick. three votes. He, but he, but the worst thing is, he actually only finished with ten votes. Crouch and yeah, he had a awful. far better that's year than ten cool. votes. Would yeah, he, obviously so. he's just a boring player. To me, he just feels like a dirty name. That he polled in five games. Crouch. Pulled in five games, so it just goes to show he he probably he just got too many twos and ones, and it was yeah. pretty weird because Jack Steele wasn't there for a lot of them. So yeah, I'm a bit pissed he, off. But. He feels like a dirty name because of all the injury clouds that he's had in the past. That's why I just couldn't couldn't yeah. back him. Well, I, as as a player to be, I tell you a what, contender. I put it down to, and I and I'll learn from it. Is we say and we preach it a lot. Jack Steele, you still need yeah. to kick goals. Exactly. So he polled twos and ones because he played great games, but he was never the three vote because he was not a midfielder that kicked goals. So that's what I put it down to. I needed to look, mm. had a bit of more of a harder look at that, and I should have been able to assess that yeah. better. So, but he was my uh, my asshole this year. He kicked boys, seven so. goals last year. Yes, yeah, so that's not is enough that for hit? a mid that needs to rack votes, yep. is it, to make your top twenty? Well, so. Quick on the uh, stat there, Nev. Yes, very very. Something to the pod this year. That's about time. <laughs> to <be> done, mate. <laughs> All right, quickly, boys. Um, the second thing before we get into a bit of a look ahead at next year, uh, this year I should say, is is there anything you learnt yep. over last year's voting or on the night where you saw people bob up, they <coughs> appeared a bit more prominently than you would have thought, that uh, you didn't already know 
Or is there anything that was just reiterated yeah. over last year's voting? Or are you st- are you changing your systems at all too? I suppose there's three questions in this. Or are you sticking fat with how you are and you're pretty happy with the way you're voting? Always sticking fat, mate. Um, fuck, we know that. Oh, sorry, I, there we you go. You just go first because I've got a couple and if you just don't right. mention them. So, so what I've got here, Nev, um, last year you boys would have heard me a lot talking about the uh, the 10 marks, yeah. the 8 Intercept yep. oh, possessions. Yep, the in, criteria. In defense. So ten, the ten criteria. Marks. The criteria, yes. So I've gone through. I started going through Ooh. every single game. So I didn't give votes on every single person who got these exact stats. Yep. But a lot more. did. But they, had to, a, hit, a few they did. had to hit that stat and have a pretty good game to your They eye. did, yeah. Yep. And, and then other guys have to obviously not have yep. a massive game. Yep. So anyway, so, so I just went through four. and thought, I'll, I'll have a look at this and see what it looks like for every guy who's got these stats. I got to five rounds. I did five <laughs> rounds and, and checked the, the ground low votes on this. So, yeah, <laughs> it was going to be a lot. So, That's anyway. a decent little sample, though. I've gone through it. Quarter of the season. And uh, first one, first cab off the rank, um, nailed it. He got two votes in a losing team. Um, I think it might have been Luke McDonald or something. Anyway, nails it. Gets his criteria, gets two votes in a losing team. Perfect. Everyone else, there's probably like two other guys in that first five rounds that actually got votes oh, when they wow. hit that criteria. So criteria's been hammered. However, as in, as in it worked. No, they, it didn't. Did, work. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. Didn't, didn't work. However, okay. you would look, that have been you a, look pool, at, at a pool the, of roughly how many players would have hit that criteria uh, of probably ten in the in first, those first five, five rounds. rounds. Yep. Took took ten Maybe defensive 10, marks. Ten people. Okay. Yep. Ten ten marks and eight intercept possessions. Okay. Yep. But and he was the only guy. The first guy. Oh, there was there was about three maybe that got it. Got votes. Yeah, three or four maybe that got votes in those games. But um, the there's other things that that are at play there. So I probably I didn't look at who I gave votes to in those games. Correct. But yep. there are guys. There are teams that lost that lost very convincingly that didn't get votes. And then there are games where guys like Neil went 44 disposals yep. and kicked a goal. Yeah. Um, so the you know, dominant attacking really team games. was probably going to crunch so two of the votes anyway. Yep. It probably skews the, the voting a little bit, but so on, on those five, I'm going to I'm going to fade away from it and, and just use the stats in uh, with my the rest of my criteria. I think okay. Okay. so. So guys that are having um, you were kind of see, you were kind of seeing that stat. In a def- and going, I'm going to give him a vote regardless here. Yeah. A, a one, well, I a one vote. I, I, didn't, I didn't do it I think for every game. Put his name be. in lights and you yeah. said, he's a yeah. chance. Go through the rest. It, All right. yeah. no, I think it was more of a highlight to me to say, okay, well, it's really tight here. No one's really stood out as a massive game, but this guy's got these stats. And yeah. I think if I looked through and had a look at the ones that I gave votes to, maybe they stand out a bit more and actually got votes, but probably be more it's, not, it's not a clear-cut thing. So yeah. the criteria is dead. Good. It's it's well, faded. That addition, it's yeah. faded. But yeah. it's it's good, mate. Because even if mm. you get a few things that you're trying to implement mm. wrong, it's good for the listeners to know that. Yeah, look, forget yeah. about those intercept possession 100%. marks. They don't. They're not always valuable towards Brownlow yeah, votes. Exactly. So, yeah. but, Any yeah. others? Um, oh, that was the main. That, that's that's the main thing. That's the only thing I'm really going to yeah. change. Because you, and you not, hung not your hat on that last year, eh? Like you're pretty um, you're pretty bullish on that. Um, so. and, and probably contested possessions. It, it's it's a big stat that I go by. Um, I, I think it's it's you know solid guys that are getting in hard and getting the footy out, but that quick handball, if it's a handball that they're getting the footy out after a contested possession, I don't think it's as valuable as actually breaking out. So mm. outside um, mids are rewarded more so than insides. That probably Pretty much. yeah, except for Voldemort because he's getting a flog. The boot. 
Um, well, yeah, it, if if you can, if there's a stat that comes up that says tackle breaks, if I can find the the tackle breaks stats for each game, yeah, um, that would be huge because if you're breaking tackles and running away, like the dangers, the dusties, yeah. the fives. Um, the Crippers well, maybe last like, year. If you break away, deliver forward. They're, they're or you break away, you notice. create the overlap for your team. Clear exactly. to advantage more is probably what you're... Well, you no, want... I, I want guys that are running from a contest, okay. yep. breaking from a yep. contest and running clear. Sweet. So Cripple you look from that because of it, didn't he? Exactly. So, and, and all those those guys, yep. Neil as well, can yep. break from a contest and run from yep. it. Dusty's done it. Yep. Fife's Beat done the it. first opponent, create the overlap. Yep. Exactly. Or run and bounce. You're shy Bolton's. For interest mm, Exactly. Hits, and, and spin, beats another. Thank you for coming. He's going to be an interesting story on this year. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say I had too many things in last year's votes alter the way I'm going about it. I'm actually pretty happy with the way uh, I deliver my votes. I'll probably stick fat with most of the things. All I would say, probably to the listeners more than anything, is a few things got reiterated for me in last year's votes that I concentrated hard on that year, thankfully. Um, and that was... Mids, I just mentioned it with the crouch thing. Your mids, if you're going to give them votes or you're weighing up whether or not you give a three <laughs> vote to that guy in that team who who, who might have got 35 disposals, right? And and didn't kick a goal or he got one. But his teammate who only got 25 disposals, but he kicked three. Hmm. That mid that's kicking goals is getting the votes every day of the week. So it's just a big thing. If a bloke's taken 30 disposals, but he's not hitting the scoreboard at all, he, he might not even get a vote at all. Or if he does, he's relegated to one vote. Um, these mids out there that are kicking goals were the most prominent by far. And yeah. I think the perfect example of this is the upper echelon is Cripper kicking goals, Neil kicking goals, Oliver, Track still kicking goals. Mm. As to the lower echelon, someone like Rory Laird getting yeah. amassing 40 disposals a game, much like Jack McRae did two years ago. Jack McRae in those years never hit the scoreboard. Mm. This year round, Rory Laird, absolute beast mode. You would have thought he'd still sneak in top 20. He didn't even get close to that still, right? And, it, and he did the same thing last year, Laird. He gets over 35s, 40 disposals a game. But he's yet to learn how to hit the scoreboard. Mm. So he doesn't get three votes. So he's, granted, a pretty, he's a pretty big Voldemort too. Granted, year, his, team is not, his team is not um, winning a lot of games either, which mm. doesn't help. But he's, he's not even picking up two votes, mate. I'll, I'll be interested mm. to see what he, what he finished on. But... Yeah. Uh, he was well I, down there on what... Uh, I reckon it was something like five votes or something. It was around parish areas. I can tell you, I've got Rory Laird up right now because I'm about to speak about the little prick. He got, <laughs> no, he got 10 votes. So he still yeah, got 10. 10. Votes. But go. still, for, for his season, mate... Yeah. Like, Did not get one three vote all season. Yeah, so there, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. And he, and he was their best player mm. in wins on more than one occasion if you looked at it. But he didn't hit the scoreboard. So to the umpires, he's not. So that reiterated that for me. Mids have to kick goals. And the other one is bags are definitely back. I've always said it. Um, five goals for me and you're pretty much three votes in a game as a key forward even if you only get 10, 10 touches whatever it is and I'm going to stick to that um, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll take a deep dive for that for us in a couple of weeks time maybe mm. and see just how many blokes that even got over say four goals yep. re- related get to votes, votes. Yeah. Um, so in that first five rounds there was a couple of guys there that, but it was that, prominent. I, that I looked at that got the three and the two that had kicked four and five goals and only had about 10 touches yeah. and they, they still got the votes. Which yeah. And, and it, I know you don't like that. To me. I personally think, mate, I personally think that it's great that that still happens in the game mm. because although it is more of a midfielder's award, these blokes are only paid to kick goals. I don't care names. if he only touches it 10 times. If he takes 10 marks in one-on-one situations or eight marks, converts six goals, five goals, even four goals... Mm. 
he's paid to kick goals. He's put 24 points on that board for their team to win. And what more do you want from a forward? I know he's not flashing. He's not racking possessions. But he's only asked to clunk marks and kick goals. He is. And if and he's then, doing he's it, he in, gets votes. He's in the running for the leading goal kicker, mate. Because he's, yeah, in, he's in running for the But if that riddle. gets taken away from votes altogether for the Brownlow, then you may as honestly you well, may as well enter the argument where people start saying, let's Brown just call it mid. the best mid. Yeah. And that's shit house. Because because yeah. we could still have a dominant, dominant forward in time. If four if four goals are still rewarded, mm. um at still rewarded with a two vote, we could still easily in the future have a full forward. Now the game's opened up and there's more one-on-ones, we could still easily see a full forward get a brown low yet, I think. We could, yeah. Mm. Now we're digressing here, bud. Yes. Anything for you, Neville? Or couple, touch? mate. I'll touch on Rory Laird. So mine's biggest... The biggest one for me is games one has a big influence. Um, yep. I was... Oh, fucking thanks, Captain Obvious. But like, Do you know that one, Ty? Yeah. Which yeah, games no, one will have an influence on Rory Laird. <laughs> Rory Laird had two games under 30 possessions all year. Yeah. Two games under 30 possessions all year and finished with, what did I say? Eight votes or something. Um, or 10 votes or whatever it is. Um, they won eight out of 12. So eight's a lot more than like what you... Yeah. Won Adelaide won eight games last year. Yeah. And he still only polled in four or five games. Mm. So games one for me. Um, the other one is with my betting, I suppose. Not necessarily the way I'd give my votes, but I'm talking about the way I'm going to think a bit smarter about how money. Sounds like you're going to... Oh, okay. <laughs> we spoke about it. We I was going to say, this sounds like it's bets. leading towards how you're going to vote. <laughs> well, no, we mentioned it earlier, but spread my eggs, not my legs. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So wow. spread my eggs. That reference. So I'm I don't... Confused by it. Basically, yeah, you spread my eggs so I don't get shafted. Pretty <laughs> okay. much. Okay, so... You just think in your betting systems. <laughs> if not that we're going to touch on betting systems, but Ned's but, not happy with his betting systems. Oh, mate. I d- look, you you are putting too many eggs in one basket. 100%. You know what you do is, is you worry too much about what other people are doing with their money, Nevin, instead of backing yourself. Well, no, mate, backing was, yourself. Yeah, backing mate, yourself. I was. I had Parrish and Laird in my... But you, but you went out of your way to make sure Parrish was bec- in each Because bet. they yeah. were such good value, yep. I yes. got tricked into putting him in. Yep. A smart punter once told me it is better to back a short priced. Winner, winner than a long price yeah. loser. Hundred exactly. percent. So that's just something I've learned. So, that's good. Mainly that's with good my, uh, advice there, yeah. but shorten up, shorten up your multis by that one extra guy that adds the value. Yeah. He's usually the one guy that costs you. Yeah. How that's many right, times yeah. do you hear about the guy that missed by one leg? Well, how many legs did our so. best bet lose by last yeah. year? Yeah. But 100%. like one for about fucking as for 14, votes, mate. I'm it. like you said. I'm very happy with how I voted. Yep. I mean, you both had the most out of twenty. Happy. I had. I actually had Paddy Cripps in my personal vote. Yep. Um, winning. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. What I'm doing is working. So yeah, I'll stick to it. Oh, I mean, we're not stick far off the that. mark, boys. We're getting the winner, and we're getting nine out of top ten. We're getting 100%. fifteen out of top twenty. So, but we can only try and improve each and every year. So good to go through what we're learning. Yep. Uh, all right, fellas, it is time to move on to this year. Let's start focusing on this year. That's the recap done and dusted. A little bit long-winded, but plenty of people only just joining us this year. Plenty more followers have just flooded in throughout the off-season, which is awesome to see. Please jump on and uh, tell your friends about us too. Make sure they join up. Invite them on your Facebook lists. What do you call it? Just invite. So you invite them to. Oh, to like I wonder who's the tech guy here. Invite yeah, them to like pretty, our page. Pretty mate. switched on here, fellas. We're, we're on Twitter. <laughs> we're on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 100%. So Get them, get them involved, get them interacting. Uh, it's great to hear everyone else's thoughts as well. Uh, this year, boys, the first thing I want to touch on. Uh, now, next week, we're going to start dissecting teams. But before we start talking about apart. how we're doing that, I want to touch on the off-season 
the trade period, and who's in new stripes this year and uh, how that affects Brownlow contention. So pretty much what I want to focus on is all the notables, all the big names that we here give a shit about because they're actually Brownlow relevant. Yep. Um, we're not talking about the nuffies that just traded places, you know, a little one-year oh, sneaky Darcy deal. Tucker we're talking about the guys that matter. Rory Lobb might win. So I'm going to <laughs> go through in, uh, in categories, obviously alphabetical order here, but clearly there's a few teams missing for those listening because they don't have anyone relevant that went to their club or yeah. left their club. Mm. So, um, so we're going to start off with the Brizzy Lions here. Josh Dunkley was the, obviously the notable that arrived. Probably the biggest of the year. Yeah, it probably is. Arguably. Actually the biggest talking point. Yeah, now, a um, couple of things here. Dunkley arriving boys, does this help his chances at a Brownlow or hinder? Does it? Does it help his chances? Yeah, his yes. own individual it chances, helps moving, his individual to, the Bris- chances, moving yes. to the Brisbane Lions. In my opinion, it helps his. It hurts someone else's. Okay, so yeah, so yeah. we'll touch on that as well. We'll talk Lockie Neal. Yeah, but so, but but first of all, let's just let's just focus one though. thing at a time. Yeah, okay, is so Dunkley. In my opinion, you it helps Dunkley. Dunkley because he's already been touted as full time inside midfielder. We know that the brown load generally comes from the inside midfielder that just gets bulk possessions. He's shown he can hit the scoreboard. He knows he, we know he can go forward, and he's now got the role that you need to win a Brownlow. Right, eh? So you like it, Nev? I do. Uh, Tybo, you think Dunkley's chances are enhanced going there the, rather than staying at the Dogs? So? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. So Dunkley already finished top twenty last year. He's finished top twenty, I think, the last two years in a row, playing at the Dogs who have a thousand mids. Um, the Lions. No one else really finished top. 20 this year, did they, for the Lions? Lockie just, and just Hugh McCluggage. Lockie. Uh, just McCluggage. Did McCluggage get in? I think On the cusp, I did, think. actually. Righto. So, and the year before, uh, Lions was in there. Yeah, McCluggage got in by a vote. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting. Dunkley, as you said, Nev, hits a scoreboard. He's that real solid mid that hits a scoreboard. If if his numbers can rise, if they can get up to Neil numbers, um, disposal-wise, and he's still hitting the scoreboard, yeah, he goes through the roof. But yep. if they're both doing it, um, it's going to be the Melbourne Demon situation. They both finish top five. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair. Yeah, 100%. yeah. I uh, top ten. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you, he's obviously a chance for but your you. Type, reckon, but you don't think, reckon, but you don't I don't think, think his chances it. are increased. They're you, reckon, the I think, you reckon he's a better chance it's, to win one at Brisbane? No, no. no, no I think it's it's the same, same, yeah. same deal. Um, probably he's going to a worse club. Nah, jokes. Yep. Just trying to get a rise out of these guys. Um, no, I I think. His chances are the same okay. um, with the caliber that's Surprising. around him still. Yeah, the the cool. Lions still, obviously, they don't have the big paid guys like Bont and um, and Bailey Smith, McRae, Voldemort. Um, Trelaw. All these sort of guys. Trelaw. They don't have those big name guys, but they've got the little name guys that just do their job. McCluggage, Lions. Very, very um, much a team. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it really. They spread the load much. pretty well. The lines. The I, dogs do rely on their two or three to dominate to win games, yeah. don't they? I, I think it yep. probably reduces Lockie Neal more than it helps Dunkley. Yep, yep. They so might we'll, win more we'll, games. Right, so we'll touch on Neal in a sec. Um, I do agree with you. I, I think Dunkley's chances are much the same. I don't write him off by any means. It'd be stupid to write him off as winning it, but uh, I don't. I don't believe he's really increased that much. I think he's about the same myself. I just mm. think he's in the same. He's in the company of Neal now. Before, he was in the company of Bont and Trelaw. But that said, a lot of the time, the likes of Bont, who would steal votes off him, actually was pushed forward on more occasions than not because Dunkley was had to be given that mid-time type thing to keep him happy, I guess. So he was kind of able to push their best, their, his best competitor there aside. 
mm. um, to give him more votes and hit the scoreboard. He'll still hit the scoreboard at Brisbane, but he's not pushing Neil aside. Neil's still going to get votes. I think McCluggage is only getting better, and I expect him to get votes again this year. He's not going to get zero votes. So, yeah, I just think that there's enough spread votes there that he probably won't win it, but I won't write him off. But I don't think his enhances his chances are enhanced um, either. I think maybe one or two votes would be the discrepancy. Uh, so the Neil factor, boys, what's it do to Neil? Hurts him? 100% hurts him, mate. Yep. 100%. Ty hurts him? Yeah, I think it slows him down just a little bit. It's, it's not going to be huge, but it will slow him down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he can be as dominant. I expect him to still be up in, in the, probably in the 20 vote categories, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I don't think he kicks the goals that he, he's kicked. So yeah. maybe it hurts him a lot. I don't think he kicks yeah, the goals. Yeah, Dunkley's, Dunkley's the, the goal kicker. Now, yeah, and although we're not going to go into the, the lessers, uh, the nuffies, but but basically you've added a few bit more depth in their forward line this year too with the arrival of Gunston and so on. So, mm. yeah, very good. Um, so, Neil, yeah, you don't write him off either. Write him off at your own peril because you never know if everyone else is going to... I won't be putting money on him. Everyone else might come down... He might only need 24 votes for interest sake to win the Brownlow next year. We don't know yet. But, uh, yes, uh, I think it hinders him as well. So the next one's Collingwood. Um, Tom Mitchell's arrived at Collingwood, boys. What do we think about his chances there? Are they, are, first of all, are they enhanced as to when he was playing for Hawthorne? This will yes, be real quick around the table. The role that he had at Hawthorne so yes. was bad, yes. It's better now. Ty? Yeah, big yes. Okay. Yes. Myself, yes, they're enhanced. Yeah. Um, do you think he's he's right up there never in... In Brownlow conversation after heading to Collingwood now. If you go off the practice match that was last week, no. Okay. They want to run lots of people through the midfield. They've already, like Pendlebury and the coach has already said he's not going to have those 35, 40 possession games for Yeah, us. that was quoted this week, wasn't it? So that scares me for Brownlow. He'll he'll pull votes. He'll never push for a Brownlow medal again. Okay. So, oh, never again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he's enhanced, but... He's enhanced, but... You're, but, you're, you're actually but, having to put a line Mate, they him. play... McRae come from the Tigers, and it shows their midfield didn't put those high numbers that they've put up previously under other co- under Buckley and stuff like that. So down they play the Richmond game. They don't score fantasy well. They just do. They play well as a team. Showed last year. I think he falls into that category. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I disagree. I think once they start playing footy and and Titch gets down to work. I think he he just shines, and McRae is forced to say right well. Let's use him. This guy knows how to find the footy, and they're they're not I guys that you right. just pluck I out do of nowhere. Hope you're right, guys that find the footy aren't guys that just come out of nowhere and just yep. just turn up at your club. So this guy knows how to do it. They right? got him for a reason. He gets footy. He's done it at Sydney. He's done it at Hawthorne. Won a Brownlow medal and become one of the best in the game at finding the footy. He's come to Collingwood, who don't have that guy that comes in inside, picks up the footy, and dishes it out. So he, they need to use him. And I think they will once they see him work and what he yep. can do for their club. I hope I, you're I think, right, mate. I think I really he will. Hope you're right. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. Year, Ty, there's no, there's no reason why all of a sudden when they when they start taking him out of the midfield to keep these huge rotations going, that they realise they're not winning the footy out of there mm. and go shit. We need Throw to give him more in. time back yeah. in. Yeah. And it, and it could definitely swing things. I, I I agree. Obviously, we we all said that it's enhanced his chances. He'll get more votes there than he did at Hawthorne for sure. Uh I don't, I don't think he can win the Brownlow. I really don't. But look, I have him in contention in that sort of probably that top ten category, um, which we dive more into next week. But uh, yeah, I just think that there's a couple other blokes coming. I'll tell you my biggest thought there is, which is not including a new guy coming as yep. such. But Dan McStay, who is a new guy coming, although he's not Brownlow relevant, 
I can I personally think that they only get him there so Dugowie can finally play just one hundred percent midfield. Yep. And if that happens, that mm. still hinders Titch for me. Could be a game um, changer. Because I honestly think Dugowie could have been doing that. I think they wanted it for him last year, but they still needed a guy that could kick goals alongside my check. Yeah. Mm. So um, I think McStay's there for that reason. So, yeah, so yeah, Tom Mitchell, but enhanced chances for sure. Um, in the conversation, Frio have gained Jaeger O'Meara. Um, first of all, has it enhanced his chances of more votes there than at Hawthorne as well? Yep. With no. his role, yep. Hasn't even enhanced his chances Definitely of more votes? Definitely not. No. Won't get more votes at Frio than what he was at Hawthorne. What did he get at Hawthorne? The chance of getting more. Yeah, He's just not, 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 not Brownlow, so. but... Vote, votes for Is he Brownlow more of a chance votes. of getting Brownlow votes no. with his new role okay. at Freya than his no. old role at Hawthorne? He was a... Okay. Like, no, fair that's enough. fair. He was... That's fair. He was... You answer the question. That's Nelly's right. swear word. Well, hang on. He we're was the quick, head dude there at Hawthorne, Nelly. Well, him and Titch were leading the show in the midfield. And oh, he, not they, last they were year. never in there last, last year. year. That's, that's, that's why I've gone... Anyway, I'm with you, Nev. I think he gets more votes at Frio. I think he, he has did. the potential to get more votes. I'm not saying he will. No, 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 no. No, his no, role is will. better he's suited. He's on his role's... No, I'm not. He his, will get more votes His role's there. better suited to get there. That'll do, Neville. That'll but do. he's got Kenny midfield. Can he win a Brownlow now no being there? No fucking way. Whoa, okay, whoa, whoa. Ty, whoa. can he win a Brownlow? Of course not. Okay, I say he can't win a Brownlow either. Now, on the flip side... On the flip side, what does he do to Andy Brayshaw? Nothing. Is there any impact on him at all or not at all? No. 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 Brayshaw goes next level <laughs> again this year. You reckon? Yeah. I thought he was at his top level last year. I don't think he is hindered is by he? him at all. Like, yeah. No. Nah. He's not hindered. Okay. He's right. probably hindered more from other teammates that are already there. Yeah, right. Than I, don't, I, I agree. I don't think he actually hinders him enough. Um I think I think it'd be much the same. Different players. It'd be the same, Brayshaw. If anything, I actually think he may receive more easy ball because I O'Meara. think I, no, Brayshaw. no Brayshaw yeah. because I think O'Meara could be the ball that dishes it out to him yep. alongside Brody. Now there could be two of them. He's twenty three. Brayshaw hasn't hit his peak yet. So, in my um, opinion, is he twenty three? Right. Is that all? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. We're that's only scary. talking about the new guys, so we're not talking about whether or not Brayshaw yep. can win yep. it yet. Fair. That's why we're that's trying that's to a, that's hold back. Yeah. That's next we're week. We're waiting for you to get your paper right. That's next week. Richmond. Tim Taranto's gone to Richmond. Yep. Mm-hmm. Has, are his Brownlow votes enhanced at Richmond as to what they were at GWS? Yes, because he has a much better role. I'm pretty sure we had a um, a post on on our uh, Facebook post yesterday. What's the answer, Ty? They want Taranto, Hopper, Dusty, top three in the Brownlow. Yeah. Well, that ain't happening. So, mate, could. You never know. <laughs> Taranto, yes, definitely, Bards. His chances have gone up because GWS treated him like a dog and put him <laughs> in his kennel up forward. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think he's, uh, his chances you are You agree enhanced. 100%? Yeah, I do 100%. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so, you're here? Yep. Um, can he win a Brownlow at Richmond this year? Is he in the conversation? Sorry. Can he win it? That's a big call. Is he in the conversation to be able to win it now uh, at Richmond? I think so. There are top team. Wow. They're going to be right up there, and he's going to be, in my opinion, one of the, if not the predominant mid in that midfield now. It's a bit of a guessing game. It Obviously is. Obviously, coming yeah. from a playing forward for an entire season to potentially playing as a solid midfield at Richmond. Um, Dion Presley, you can't forget him. Last year, was top 10 in the Brownlow. He I, was their I number one guy. It. Is he going to just drop off and let Taranto turn up and take that's, all his minutes? That's exactly I don't right. know. Yeah. I think he's going to be a lot better than what he was, but he's not going to. I can't pitch him with a Brownlow on his neck. 
Oh, I can. Gotcha. Rig. No. Say I can. Hashtag rig. He can fucking. I could picture it. Oh, right, Neville. It? That's another um, one. You're all right. just ape. I think he's well and truly in the conversation to be able to win it. Uh I think he's I think his biggest knock is definitely the fact that he's at a new team. It's just very it's just very difficult um to win to win the Brownlow is coming to a new team, but it has been done. Most Danger recently Tom Mitchell, the Swans. Danger was so, after that. And Danger, so there you go. Yep. So there you go. It's not that not that rare at all, but no, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> Juddy did it when he went to Carlton. Yeah, yeah what Nev said. One thing about Richmond is it's proven that lot. the best performer in the midfield gets their votes, particularly if he can hit the scoreboard. Taranto, even as a mid, could hit the scoreboard. Yeah. So that's the mm. biggest tick for him is he's a mid. He's going to be the most dominant there. Yep. I agree he won't fully push Prestia over. Nah. So Richmond have to return to the highest heights and probably be a top four side for him to be a chance. But I think he can actually win the Brownlow there. Wow. Yeah. Bold statement. So. Well, he's, in the, he's in the conversation. Yeah. He'll yeah. be in my top 10. Yeah. I'm not he's saying he's going to win it, but he's in the conversation. Top 10. Um, is, yes. Now, cool. his impact obviously impacts Dusty, the likes of Shy Bolton. None and, of them. And Prestia. None of them are within a fucking whisker of winning anything Brownlow right. related. So, never write them off. Um, we'll go, again, we'll dive more into the teams yeah. next week. But, yep. but his impact, is it because of his impact on them or you just didn't like him winning it anyway? Mate, Dusty can't win another Brownlow. He's cooked. Did you Jeez, watch you his right practice game, mate? Because he, he, he moved like 2017. Mate, Dusty. Dusty can't do it. Shy Bolton isn't. <laughs> I disagree. You're a brave man. Shy Bolton Let floats in and out of games. Yeah. They, he will not, they, the only bloke that could win a Brownlow, in my opinion, at the Tigers at the moment is Tim Taranto. All right. Ty, what's he do to Dusty? He's shorty. Uh, sorry, Shy Bolton and Prestia. Yeah, look, Bolton is the new Dusty. He's he's up and coming. He's last year, last two years, he's really breaking out. Each year, he's getting better and better. I don't think that Taranto can change what he's doing um, yep. and the confidence he's got inside. Prestia is just just does what he does each year. He's consistent. He's not going to yep. be changed again by this newcomer. Um. And to be honest, fuck Taranto. I didn't rate him last year. <laughs> Don't rate him this year. He's going to do He's nothing. He's off him, isn't he? I'm off him. I'll, I'll lay him right uh, fucking now. He tell ain't you what, you're racking the swear jar too, champion. Did <laughs> I just say that two times? Did yeah. you put him down for his time? You, right. you said it three. Uh, my quick opinion on Dusty Bolton and Prestia. I don't think it hinders Dusty one little bit. No. But you love him. You know your child after No, you've got, you've got to put it into perspective. I did. When Dusty gets called upon to play predominantly mid, as much as we thought he's brilliant yeah. out of he there... He was injured last he, year. No, no, but even he when he has in the past, when he plays mm. predominantly mid, although he's explosive out of there, it sometimes can take his goals away from him. He can still kick one or two. But if Taranto plays all mid and Dusty does play 75%, say, forward, and kicks, can kick four a game mm. and will still rotate in the middle and yep. just palm three blokes in the face, yep. all he's got to do. Three noticeable palms to the face in the middle and kick four goals. That guy gets votes. You and love he gets him. Three to a degree, kicks. to a degree, he's still an issue for Taranto because Taranto pushing Dusty forward gives Dusty the opportunity for three votes by kicking bags of four. Mm. And Dusty has the potential to do that definitely. I so agree. I don't write Dusty off at all. 
Bolton and Prestia. I think Prestia just gets lulled that little bit more back to where he was because he's finally got another good mid alongside him. Mm. And Bolton, I just Bolton don't think he's there. That Bolton won't be there until they say he needs to play midfield. If exactly. He's get votes. If Jaden Short gets flicked from the opportunity and Bolton gets an opportunity, yeah. he could do anything. But until he gets to play 100% mid, he can't win it. So, yeah. but, but I, I hate Dusty as with a passion, and uh, just t- because of 2020 Grand Final. But too good for you. However. I watched the Pracky game that they played and he is moving perfectly, Neville. There yeah. is no way you could write him off. And barely got all. in the middle. He he played forward. He's brushed. That's I was fair. about to say a C word there. He's brushed a bloke off, pushed him. Typical dusty fashion. Comes on to the right and snaps a goal. And then five seconds later, exact same thing. He's kicked two goals in uh, in a minute. Fair. And, and that's what he gets stuff. his votes from. That's so, his one wood. Yep. I just don't think he can win a Brownlow again. Well, okay, boys. We move on to Western Bulldogs. Uh, Western Bulldogs, I've only got him here due to the fact that Dunkley left. Yep. How does it impact Bontempelli and Bailey Smith? I oh, say this because it, they are names in the conversation and they've had someone leave their club. It elevates the living shit out of them, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. You've got a Both bloke, or one? Both. You've got a bloke who goes... 30, who can go 30-plus, I suppose, or kick two or three goals in Dunkley, and he's not in the team anymore, and they didn't replace him. Yep. 100%. Right. So, and yep. Lockie Hunter's gone as well. Yeah, I was yeah, about 100%. to say Hunter's gone. You know? yeah, so it's big news. Yeah. So, like, Bailey Smith, you won't see him sitting on that wing as often. He'll be in the guts, and he'll be pushing forward, streaming out of the middle with that blonde mullet like he does. All coked up, bloody just kicking <laughs> goals. <laughs> You're ruthless. <laughs> Speaking of coked up, and you see honestly, Ed. Bond, mate. I think it helps him more than Bailey. Do you see Ed Kerno's face at the Pracky match? No. He's just completely white, covered in sunscreen. Some one, some person commented on Facebook and said, looks like he's just dunked his face in Bailey Smith's bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Genovan's bag. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yes. Increases both their chances, Ty? No. Only? McRae. Oh, Voldemort. Stop. No, so hear me out. Don't me even out. talk about hear this bastard. Bards. He's so, definitely just doing this to cause drama. No, no, I'm not. So, hear me out. Hear me out. No. Last year, who comes to the club that wasn't there? Last year? Yep. Uh, Trelaw. No, Trelaw was here before, but yep. Trelaw came last year. He's been there a couple of years, mate. I'm Bull, a Trelaw lover. Bullshit. Are you sure? How much you want to bet on it? Oh, well, it ruins everything. But <laughs> say, let's just say Trelaw came last year. Ruined his chance. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, the year before. That's right. Yeah. When when we called oh, him no, Voldemort. <laughs> when we called him Voldemort. Trelaw turned up that year that he was Voldemort. Okay? Yep. The year before, he finishes top 10 in the Brownlow, having probably a worse year than what he had when Trelaw was there. So, Fair. this new mid, Trelaw, takes all his minutes, takes all his votes, blah, 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 blah. Now, Dunkley's gone. He pisses off. He was top 20 last year. McRae's back. Okay. McRae right. is back. Everyone's entitled to I the I reckon take. you've been in Bailey Smith's bag. No, it it's it would make more sense if I wrote it down and uh, <laughs> thought everyone was going to say before I said it. However, there's something in that. And, uh, you've been struggling to make sense for There's years, something mate. in that, all right? <laughs> there's something down, in that. Yeah. No, something in it. Okay. Uh, yeah, righto. Wow, that's different. And I wonder what yeah. he's playing for. That's the word for it. <laughs> but, doesn't, but doesn't enhance Bont or Smith at all then? Because you think it enhances McRae that much that those two... So it doesn't help either of them. It enhances McRae. Cool, mate. Very good. Good stuff. That's it, mate. All right. Um, I believe it enhances both. Nev, uh, I think they can't wait to get Bailey Smith tearing up through there. Bailey Smith probably goes. But but (laughs) Bailey Smith 
He did in the first five games hit the scoreboard mm. fairly frequently too. But then unless, he he can, unless he can do that consistently, mm. he he faded uh, he'll struggle he to get right up there. A jail, but so. Bontempelli will still hit the scoreboard regardless, probably, now that That's he's learned to kick straight. If he can play midfield, so then he enhances gets both their chances. Nev, is either of them in contention for you to actually win the Brownlow? Mate, I think both As an are. early prediction. I think both are. Okay, Ty? That rat eater... <laughs> Papa. Bailey Smith, no, <laughs> Bailey Smith. He he can't win a Brownlow. No Ooh. way. Wow. Okay. No way. Um, Bont obviously yep. poster boy of the comp. He can win a Brownlow. Poster boy uh, of the comp. You don't think Bailey Smith's overtaking him there? No, no, no. Definitely not. Just Especially after the yeah. rat eating right. coke. Eating I think they're past that scandal. now. The Jackie boy. Hundred percent. You don't even hear it anymore. It's all Jack okay. Genevan, the naughty boy. All right. Yeah, so it, it doesn't. You don't have either of them in your conversation. No, you Bont is. Bont's okay. in the combo. No worries. Perfect. But, uh, and and so is McRae. All right. I'll have a bet with you. I've got an early bet. Time. Wait till bloody later in the no, week. No, I late. want this bet later now. round one. Go on. Okay. Hit it. Say it. Bailey Smith will get more votes than Jack McRae this year. I bet you a can. First can in the pod. Soft, but the what Bailey Smith will get more votes. More than votes than Jack McRae this year. McRae oh, gets more votes than Bailey. You're going to drink down. so many cans. Write it in your book. I'll write it down at the Put end. Put it in your book, Will. You re-listen and write it. Anyway, oh. all right. I believe it increases Bont. Obviously, we've said that. I think Bont's in the conversation to be able to win the Brownlow this year. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Smith is purely because I don't think he's ready yet. I think he's more next year. It just when we go back to the mould and those sorts of things, mm. just it's just general opinion from doing this for a long time. I think Bailey Smith's consistency is yep. still a year off to be able to win a Brownlow medal. So Bontempelli will literally see it as an opportunity and mm. go, if I'm ever going to, if I'm ever going <laughs> to, he's, he's <laughs> this pushing is the year too. it's been presented. So, yep. yeah. Uh, all right, boys. And uh, the last one of note is GWS Giants. Obviously, with the exit of Taranto and Hopper, by the way, I should not mention, but it's because he's not really relevant himself for a Brownlow, in our opinion. Uh, Cogs and Kelly, yep. does it increase their chances of votes, first of all, quickly around the group? It, Yes, it increases their chances of votes. For both, yep. yep. Ty? Definitely. Yep, I agreed. I think it increases both their chances. Now, either of them in your conversation, Nev, to win the Brownlow? No. They win less games than they won last year. Ooh, you think so? Yep. Okay. Uh, Cogs, has, Cogs has Zorko vibes for me. I just, I feel like he's... Well, you reckon he's, he's a mouth? Yeah, I reckon he's a mouth. You think yeah. he runs his mouth? Yes. Ooh. He just yeah, he looks like a little bit of a dog to me. Anyway, Holy shit. um who who I think <laughs> and who I could picture winning a Brownlow is Josh Kelly. Mm. Um he's yeah, he's the poster boy of the club of GWS. However, Tom Green's there and I, I can't believe you didn't bring him up because he's one of your boys. Fifteen um, disposals in there his, extra club. Yes. His, how many? I well, well I tell you what, I his, personally his don't his see him as a Brownlow up, yet. Nah, his so, stocks go up big yeah. time. Oh, I, I guess I saw him too far outside the mould myself. Yep. Do you see him outside the mould at yes, the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he has he did, right, didn't really so let's agree. kick on like we thought last year. But so let's agree, but, that's why he's not in the conversation. Yeah. None of us seen winning the Brownlow, Tom Green this year? No. Okay. Kelly. Well, then there you go. Kelly That's enough. Yes, he could do it. Will he? He could. All right. That's not the question. Uh, I'm could. with you, Ty. Uh, I think uh, whilst it increases both their chances, I think Kelly's the only one that's in the conversation for me. Even when I think he's only had a steady year, umpires give the guy votes. Mm. And and he still doesn't actually hit the scoreboard that often. Taranto was the guy kicking goals. So for me, a guy that's the pretty boy that just racks up, but he's silky smooth, mm. but still kicks bugger all goals. He got, so he got 13 votes last year. Yep. Wouldn't have thought that. He snuck into the top 20. The year, I think he's top 20 the last three years running. And 
I'm pretty sure to my eye, and to my eye, he's still only been. I think even the year he's injured, Nev, he's still made top twenty. And to my eye, I'm just like, I don't see him how he gets these votes when other Mm. guys that do the same stuff in other clubs don't get votes for those games. He's he's a David Swallow of their team. Yeah, so if he can add a few goals, which hopefully gets more opportunity to now, Mm. I. I just think he's up there. Do you so. think they win enough games? He's in my conversation. You don't need to win games oh, though, to get votes. I don't know. Last, do. year, last year we touched on it. You want to win at least nine games yeah, to be you want to win a sniff, couple. But and they, you, they but will you want do to be that. over 11 wins. So They should do that. Predominantly. They've yeah. still got thousands of number one picks, top like first round picks. So All right. That's yeah. all the new blokes. So out of the new blokes that can win it, I suppose we've said Dunkley can, can actually win it at a new club. Um, Tybo thinks Tom Mitchell probably can. Me and Nev probably a little bit colder on that. Uh, Timmy Taranto, uh, I believe you can. Um, I think. Did you guys? Oh yeah, I yep. think he's hundred. Timmy T was no, in the conversation. No, I was right the, off He's him. in the conversation. I'm off him. He's you're, off you're him. off him. Yeah, sorry. No, he's a future Brownlow medalist. Uh, we, no, we we believe Bontempelli. We all believe Bontempelli's in the hunt. Um, Nev, you think Smith as well? Bailey yep. Smith, and uh, me and you, Tybo, I think Josh Kelly. So there's a fair few guys at new clubs. That, well, not really, sorry, Kelly's They're just in the conversation. Kelly's not in a new club where movements have made them relevant. Yeah, the new club guys, I should say, is Dunkley, Mitchell, and Taranto. They're the, they're the three that we think at a new club could actually win the Brownlow. So, yeah, very good. Okay, boys, as I mentioned, uh, next week we're going to run through every single team, all your team out there, guys, your best chances to win the Brownlow. So your top two or three contenders, your club might only have one in our opinion. So we're going to have that discussion uh, with everyone next week. And then out of all of those guys, we're going to break it down to our own um, top 10 chances to win the Brownlow boys. And out of that, we're going to combine it and come up with a top 10, a bar's top 10 uh, predicted chances to win the Brownlow um, as a collective of our, our three lists. And when we list that top 10, we're just going to weigh that up comparatively with the current markets that are out there and see if we are about the same spot or if we've got one or two up there that might be of huge value before the season even begins. So... Be interesting to see. Uh, that's next week, boys. But before we wrap things up tonight, I want one thing from you each. I before want a we bold, do that. I want a oh, sorry. Go. Next week, prediction week. Yeah. Ne- oh, that'll come as well. Along with dissecting all the teams, we will give our predictions for who will win the Brownlow. Can't forget that, mate. At Brownlow, our best lay, our best roughie outside the twenty dollars. Um, we won't and, touch and Rising style Coleman until a week or two after the season starts. Correct. Just and so obviously we will, like I just mentioned, <laughs> we'll also lay out our top 10 chances. Uh, but I want one thing from you before we exit tonight, lads, and that is a bold statement regarding footy this year as we enter the season. Give me a bold statement as to what you think. And so clearly, we'll fucking pick you apart here, Nev, if you go a little soft, little bloody, yeah. oh, this guy's the favourite for Rising Star. He'll probably win it. <laughs> Tosser, we want something that's a bold <laughs> statement. <laughs> All right. You said brown, not Brownlow relevant. No, just just AFL, just so football AFL relevant. relevant. So the season, what will happen this season? That's a bold statement. Okay. Um, my bold statement is there will be one interstate team in the grand final this year, and Ooh, the yeah, GF will be decided by under ten points. 
It's going to be a nail biter. About time. Oh, you're throwing a double whammy. Why not? You are bold. Oh, well. Didn't see that. We're not getting marked on this, so you said bold. No, but let me say. I lay the second place Brownlow each year. Mark my words. This audio clearly, as always, is recorded. That's We're going to revisit this. That's fair. I'll eat your words when the cats win by At the end of the season, we're going to revisit this and just see what we said at the start of the year and see how far wrong or right we were. I'll stick my neck out. You never do, so. I've got a neck like a giraffe. Look, Forever out there. That's why your head's always fucking rocking. Oh, Neville, that's another one for you in one segment. Um, <laughs> this swear jar's a look, bad idea. Yeah, we're already up to about 30 bucks. I'm it's been one pod. Um, all right, look, my bold statement um, is about the Gold Coast Suns. So people have been tipping them for the last five years to make the finals. They are going to make the finals this year. That's not bold. They're going to win their first final that they play in. Oh, That's my statement. Yeah, I like it. I like they're, it. They're a great team. They've been building and they've signed on so many of these young like guns it. from over like different states. Uh, people want to play there now. They've also kept some stars. It's, it's so. becoming a bit of a destination and uh, I'm backing them All to right. win their first final. I like final. that, Ty, because so it would have been so easy to say make top eight. Because everyone says people that. Say Ty's yeah. bold statement. Is the Suns to win their first ever final? Correct. Unreal, mate. Cool. I like that. Now, out of interest, Nev, sorry, because the whole yeah, idea right. is to do what Ty did and give a reason for your bold statement yep. so that if, you know, you never know. Market yep. might pop up for this. You can get on. So, Nev, why is what my statement makes bold? you think an interstate team will make the grand final next year? You've got Sydney. Clearly, you don't have to label the team. So, but Sydney, Brisbane, Frio. There's only three chances, in my opinion, okay. in a state that'll make it. They're all, in my opinion, top five teams. Or, or pushing top five, 100%. And I just think we're, we're not going to have... And one the... made it last year, Ty, so it's pretty safe, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's more of an italic. It's not really bold. All right, but you think those three are only going to get better this year, basically? 100%, mate. They're the only ones pushing from outside of Melbourne, uh, outside of Victoria, really. And I just think we're going to have a, a really close game. We haven't had one in a couple of years, am I right? Yeah, I'm actually now... More, Happier now that you've labelled the under ten points thing because well the that's why I think about it the other way I yeah. hedge my bets well, the, the other more way. I think that's about it, I the top the four points. probably chances to win the premiership three of them would be interstate nearly so oh, Geelong and Melbourne be up there yeah that'd be the only two wouldn't they well that's Richmond. two of the top yeah, four so my three can't be in top Richmond four if two of them are so, so you boys you said yeah. Richmond I haven't got to my bold statement yet is that they part of your bold statement you're damn right they are all right move right along here lads my bold statement is the top four, Richmond are going to return to be a top four team immediately this season. So there you go. that's uh that's sticking to my neck that's, out there. Where did they finish? Were they did they they played finals, didn't they? They played they one final. They just scraped in, played finals. I love yeah. to put but, a um, can on that, but I've yeah, I love what they're doing. <laughs> they've pod. pretty much just they've pretty <laughs> much just gone. The they've just gone three of our best mids, two or three of our best mids are finally mm. cooked. They've gone. They've either left or they can play elsewhere, mm-hmm. like forward, back, whatever. Um, We've just gone, two are gone, two are coming in that are absolute beasts and are only going to get better. Dusty now gets to play as an extra prong forward. Yep. I don't know how you stop them. So <laughs> they're just going to be back to their best in there, I think, with the addition of Taranto and Hopper, Shai Bolton hopefully getting a bit more mid-time now that Dusty will probably get more forward time. And uh, they're going to be electric. So I wow. still think they've got, when they're all fit, probably still the best defensive line in the comp, to be honest. So... Ooh. Yeah, Melbourne have still cool. got their two predominance with Petty, I suppose. But I just think Richmond, when they're up and firing in defence, are just as good as Melbourne. So interesting. Yeah, and uh, I think I actually personally think that Noel Cumberland's going to have an unreal year if he gets given opportunity. So 
There's a little rant there, but they're top four for me, and that's my bold statement, boys. So we'll write them down, register them, and we'll revisit them at the end of the year. But, but um, Betsy, can I just ask you a question, mate? Yeah, hit me. What's uh, so our best bet this year? Mm. Our bar's best bet. Yes. That we do each week. Are we giving it a shake up? Uh, we might be. It's contentious yet. It's contentious. Well, I'm working on a few things. Good. So can I just let's chuck something out there for, for our listeners? Okay. right? Because obviously it's early in the season. They haven't won money since Brownlow night. I just want to throw something at them for our pracky games that, that are going on. Because there's a couple of markets up. Is there markets o- for only, It's only for goal scorers. Stop it. But, and as you probably guess it, right? The Cats is where I'm going. Oh. All right? So last this year, is not are we letting him do this? No, no two listen. thirds of the bar, it's not in This wasn't on the run show. It endorsed. wasn't on the run show. I'm going rogue here. <laughs> yep. Well, but we can stay if rogue. the listeners have a listen back, they'll realise that I got all of it, all of our fucking. Oh, here, oh, there he has a swear word. Here we go. I got, I got a lot of our uh, best bets right, and uh, you guys, a lot. you guys didn't. Yeah, I got Come a lot on, more. Come on, wait on you. with it. Anyway, so I started last year with a cats multi People on a Friday night. <laughs> what I'm doing is going with Jeremy Cameron. Okay, I watched his pracky game last week. He he kicked goals for fun. Just bananas, snaps, left, right and centre. Barely got up a sweat and kicked uh, four snags. Was it Hawthorne? That no. You play? Just continue. Come no. on, let him get through it. Next. Anyway, they're playing the Brisbane Lions and he's going to kick four snags against oh. the, the Lions. It's playing 280. And I'll wear it on my on my hat. We're boys. not endorsing you this. You should wear it. This you is should not a bar's best bet. This is All right. Well, you should wear a hat. Bet. You're still bald. Oh, yeah. I do wear <laughs> a hat because <laughs> I am bald. But I'm going to tell the listeners, $2.80. Um, I've watched him. He's looking really, really good this preseason. And they're going to want him with a fortnight out from the season to get as much footy in his hands as they can. Um, he's kicking four snags. Don't you worry if, about I'll it. I'll All right, mate. Bugger it. I'll do a can if we'll he doesn't kick it. Well, allow, you cans. know why? Because we can't disallow. You've just tossed it That's in. That's good. So. I've just thrown it in. <laughs> All right, mate. Very good. So there you go. Not very good. All right. It is good. Thanks very much, everyone, for joining us. Oh, we done. Our, for our very first ep of the year. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. That's where all the good stuff happens when we dissect every team's best chances, as I said. And we, uh, we offer our predictions for the year ahead. Uh, boys, thanks for coming in. I was excited to be here again. Yeah, um, it's good to catch up again. I'll be missing my midweek beers. Oh, I've just been missing footy in general, eh? Yeah, that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for the night, lads. Uh, until next week, thanks for tuning in. Catch you then. Ciao. Adios.